I want you to take some time and ask yourself, am I equipped with the word of God? Do I know the word of God the best I possibly can to the point to where it just flows out of me with no problem at all? I may not know every scripture. I may not know every verse, but I know the word of God enough to know that his word is true. It's powerful. It's infallible. It has no mistakes. And it's my guideline and it shows me how to live day to day. Are you equipped with the word of God? Ecclesiastes chapter eight talks about how the word where the word of the king is, there is power. And who can say to him, what are you doing? The word of God is powerful and whatever he says is true. Whatever he says, you can depend on it. You can lean on it and know that it won't fail. And when you have the word of God, you have a weapon You have what you need to get through life. You have what you need to fight the enemy. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard. And we will come and let the devil know that he is defeated in Jesus name. We have the end of the story. We know who's going to win. We know who's going to come out on the other side. We are victorious. But you won't know that unless you know what the word says. You won't know that unless you know that the word is true and is powerful and is sharper than any two edged sword. And it pierces the parts of my heart and my life that I don't know are there. They expose the inner desires of my being. And they read me and and, and really give me a chance to look in a mirror and see myself and see myself for who I really am. To see my tendencies that I need to fix and get rid of. But where the word of the Lord is, there is power. So today I just want to kind of... Uh, you know, touch on the topic of God's word and how true it is and how we can trust it in every area of our life. This is Passion Behind the Voices. I am your host, Odarian Morris, and let's dive right in. Look, I don't know about y'all, but one of my biggest pet peeves is when somebody calls my name and they want something and you know that they want something and you respond to them and they don't tell you what they want. So you got to like get up out of your comfortable spot, go all the way to where they are in order to like see what they're talking about. And that's like one of my greatest pet peeves, especially like when I'm relaxing and I've just went through a long week and I'm taking some time on the weekend to like relax and just get my mind together. Like, I don't like that. But I found there to be a connection between how we respond to people and how we respond to God. First of all, we as humans have this tendency to compare God to ourselves and to other people. And we feel as though he's going to treat us the same way that a person would, like a normal person would. But we have to be able to make that difference between the two to, to distinguish God from humanity. God is much different and he has more power. He's much greater. Yes, we are the we're made in the image of God, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we always act like God and we respond like God in every way. We're striving to get there to where we think and act like Jesus would want us to think and act and how he thought and acted while he was on this earth but we respond to God in a lot of ways that we do people and we have a hard time standing on his word we have a hard time you know following the instruction that he gives us 
in his word, in his written word, not only his, his audible voice, but in his written word, we'll read it and we'll see that there's something that God wants us to do. But we question it and we try to find ways to work around it because we don't completely put our faith in his word. So many times the Bible mentions how powerful the word of God is and how it has the ability to bring things to pass and and, you know, really give you guidelines to follow within your daily life. And I love how Ecclesiastes talk, talks about, you know, where the word of a king is, there is power and who can say to him, you know, what are you doing? That is a powerful scripture to me because it shows me that, you know, if an earthly king has that much power with his word, how much power does the sovereign God, the creator of heaven and earth and all creatures, all living things and everything around us, how much power that hit does his word truly have if an earthly king's power is that great i would much rather put my faith in the god that knows everything much more than i put my faith in you know the word of a king that only knows part of what's going on a part of the plan a part of the situation the word of god is true I find myself like the disciples when Jesus would give them a word to go and travel ahead of him and a storm arose or, um, you know, he was in the boat with them and all they had to go on was trusting that his character and who he was would, you know, bring them out of the situation. They had to trust that his word would, would, you know, not fall through and that it would do exactly what it, it you know, it's supposed to do. Bible says that God's word won't return unto him void, but it will do all that it's sent out to do. You can trust in God's word because it won't fail you. But are you equipped and in the, you know, have knowledge that that's the case? Do you have the knowledge that God's word is true? God's word is powerful and God's word has the key to what I'm facing. And God's word is going to speak to you in so many ways. Like you could read a scripture and go back, you know, a month or two later, even years later and get a whole different understanding of what is being said. Even a minute later, you can go back and catch something that you've never caught before. And it really speaks to you. I know we've all had that moment. I've read the scripture a thousand times, it seems like. And now I'm just now getting this. I'm just now seeing this. I believe that's because God's word is alive. It fits every situation. It fits every circumstance. It fits every everyone. And it, it just speaks to you individually. And it keeps you coming back for more. You know, it may hurt in some ways when it convicts you of sins and, and choices and decisions. And, you know, and it, you know, it convicts you to live right and to change your life and to challenge the way you're thinking. It may hurt then, but in the long run, you'll see that it it benefits you way more than it hurts you because the word of God is true. I don't want to get to the point to where I'm at odds with God's word, no matter who it's coming through. If God's word is being spoken and I know that it's being spoken, and I know that this is true and I know that what, what the man of God or woman of God is saying is something that's going to help me change. I don't want to be at odds with that. I want to accept that and fully grasp that. It's like the parable when God talks about how 
the you know the uh, sower went out to sow the seed and, and how some fell on you know thorny ground and some fell on you know this and that and others fell on the good ground and how I read 30 60 100 fold you know that's our heart's condition in a lot of areas like some sometimes we'll we'll have the heart that you know it's the good ground and God can sow his word in our hearts and it begins to you know it begins to grow and we begin to reap things that are good and then there are seasons where we're it's been choked out by the cares of life and the things that we worry about and we don't get all that we can out of God's word and we begin to become offended by everything that is being said and I know this is true about getting offended at God's word because I can make a choice or I can have a decision in mind and God's word can quickly check me and let me know that that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I get mad and I'm like, but you don't know what I'm going. You don't know the situation that I'm in. You don't know what decisions I got to make. Forgetting that God knows it all. That's why he even put his, that's why he put his word here for us. Because he knew what we would go through. He knew that we would have questions about certain things. And not everything in God's word is going to be in black and white where you can read it right there. But it's something where you have to read between the lines you have to allow God to reveal what he's saying to you in a lot of ways God's voice is never going to contradict his word and vice versa so you ever wonder you know wondering is this God speaking to me put it up beside his word and compare the two and see if anything that you are hearing or feeling in your heart is going against God's word we can't trust our heart the Bible says that the heart, the heart is wicked above, you know, all, you know, all the things. And, and like, you know, who can know it? Who can know the intentions of the heart? And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And that shows me that God's love and, you know, if I can say, you know, God's heart is filled with so much love and compassion that it comes out in his word through what he says towards us, through the promises that he has in his word. That's how you know that his word is true if he's saying all this you know that there's something good behind it you know there's there's a there's a source that that is you know producing all of this truth and all of this conviction and all of this you know love and compassion like the word of god fits every situation the word of god is always going to be true and it's going to always stand the test of time no matter who challenges it no matter who tells you that it's not true no matter who tells you that you know, God doesn't care about you. All you have to do is read his word and see that, okay, God is who he says he is. And he really does care about me. He really is concerned about my life. He's not so far removed from us that he doesn't know how to empathize. That was the whole plan and the whole purpose of him placing himself in a human body, being born through humanity in order to empathize and to know how we feel and to be able to identify with our suffering. We don't need to just want to know him and, you know, the power of his resurrection, but we need to know him in the fellowship of his suffering, just as he gets to know us in our situation, just as he gets to know us in what we face. But you will never know what God truly has for you and the identity that he's truly given you if you don't know the word of God. And lastly, I'll just point out, you know, this is something that we we all have heard. And if you haven't, you know, uh, I'll just give you a little bit of background. 
you know, Jesus was about to begin his ministry and he was carried into the wilderness, into the wilderness by the spirit. First of all, God led him there. So, you know, when you think about your wilderness experience and think about the dry season you're going through, don't always think that it's the enemy carrying you there. It's God. But that that's just a free one right there. But I'll just go on to talk about how, uh, you know, he was in the wilderness and the, the devil came to him and was basically trying to say these different things to, you know, get him out of his purpose and get him out of the will of God. And each time Jesus came back with, it is written, it is written, it is written. He fought him with the word. He didn't try to fight him with his own strength and his own power because he knew that the word of the king has more power than the enemy's word. And, and the word of the king has more power than my emotions and my feelings. Although he he hungered and, and although he had these concerns, he said, it is written. He combated the enemy with the word of God. And if you notice in the armor of God, the word of God is, you know, the one of the only offensive weapons that is mentioned. Everything else is for defense and for guarding yourself. But the word of God is the sword of the spirit. That is what we are supposed to use to fight the enemy, not in our own strength and our own power. So are you equipped with the word of God? Are you leaning and depending on what he says? Because that's greater than anything else in this world. You guys be blessed. Have a wonderful day. Read the word of God. Digest what it's saying and see how it applies to your life.